Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Regina Johnson. Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Good evening. I'd like to welcome you to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. I'd like to give a quick shout out to Princess Cooper and to all the hosts that are part of NHISG Sports Media. Today, we will be discussing yet again part two uh, of the border issues here in the United States. Uh, Today shall be an interesting, should be, excuse me, should be an interesting um, show because Basically, what I'm doing is having people call in, and they are sharing their view on what's going on here in the United States concerning our border and immigration issues. Uh, I find that it is important that we discuss it, that we talk about it, and that we hear the hearts of people. One of my guests will be Tiffany Reyna, also uh, Princess Cooper, who is a uh, the uh, CEO of our production. Uh, she will be a part today, sharing her heart. We also have a special agent that will be a part who shall remain nameless, uh, who will come on at the end and share with us. This won't be our last week. Uh, the Lord says the same. We're going to have a, a gentleman that's going to be on, and I believe that you'll be blessed by his story. He was uh, uh, originally from Mexico. Uh, and his family is still there, as well as here in the United States. And he just wanted to talk about the woes of how um, he, they're trying to do it legally, but it's just not happening. Uh, so uh, we're going to come right on in, uh, and I am um, I'm ready to take uh, Princess Cooper as soon as she dials in. While I am preparing for her to come on, uh, I'd just like to ask you, to go beyond your emotions and really look at the broad picture of this. No matter what side you may stand on or how you may feel about it, it is not just a one-sided thing. I think that in this hour, it is important for us here in the United States to have ears to hear, to hear the hurting, to hear the broken, to hear the frustration, the hearts of people. Uh, It is not just uh, one-sided. There are those who have family members that are still, just as I was saying, the gentleman that's going to be on with us, uh, 
who uh, still have families in Mexico. They're trying to do it the right way. Then there are stories that only uh, a federal agent can tell you that has been uh, in the place of rescuing lives who have been caught, uh, you know, in places and seen bodies of, of people who did not make it across, but still that was their job to rescue them and bring them forth. And then we also have uh, those who came over illegally and have worked, uh, and worked here for years trying to get it done correctly, but unable to, uh, who want to stay and make uh, the United States truly their home. So whatever your view is today, I ask that you have ears to hear what each other is saying, what those that are, are uh, on the air with me today, what they are saying, and what those are saying around you. Uh, I think the frustration comes in when we just shut each other off and refuse to listen. I believe this is an hour that we must have ears to hear. I want to give a quick welcome, my girl, Princess Cooper. How you doing, Princess? I am doing wonderful, Pastor Johnson. Thank you for including me. Oh, I am so grateful for you being on. I think you've only been on one other show since I've been a part of NHISG. Uh, and I'm grateful every time that you are. And uh, before we go into it, I just want to really tell everyone just what an amazing blessing and an incredible woman of God you are. And a woman, period, who is truly on the move, uh, a mover and shaker pushing women to the, their limits, making us go further, girl, than what we had intended in seasons that only God knew about. So I thank God for you, and I love you still. Hey, we, I love you too. we're talking today about the border issues, and, 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 and whatever you say today, it won't be challenged. Uh, we're not here to challenge. We're here to hear the hearts of people. And so I want you to have the freedom to express yourself. Uh, and share where your heart lies concerning the border and immigration issues here in the United States. Princess Cooper. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let me know when you, when you want me to chime in now, or you got another question, just let me know. Ready. I'm ready for you, for your heart. Awesome. Thank you. You know, this breaks my heart on so many fronts. Um, as a citizen of America, as a mom, um, as a strong believer in family, um, as a political science major from Stoneman College in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, but, any, but most of all, as a Christian, um, I can't, it breaks my heart to see what's going on at the border. It breaks my heart to know that just one child was taken from their mom's arms, whether they were breastfeeding or not. Or if one child called and said, Mom, why did you leave me? You must not love me anymore. I can't believe that you left me. We are better than this as a country, as citizens, as Christians. We have to stand up and do something, say something, act, and help. Uh, why are they leaving their country? Why are they fleeing? We are all looking for a better way of life every day. We cannot condemn them for wanting a better way of life. But more than anything, we cannot separate these families. We have to keep these children with their mom and dads. We are less of a people, less of a country, unless we do this, Regina. Um, I asked to be on this show because 
it breaks my heart to see it every day, but I want to stay engaged and involved. And thank you to everyone who got out yesterday and protested and say that we are better than this, Pastor Regina. I'm so glad that you came on today. And you know what? I do believe that there are ways that things can be done. So basically what you're saying is you're not saying that illegal crossing is um, – if that's not what you're upholding, what you're upholding is the process has to be done differently. Is that what you're saying? Yes. 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 The process has to be done differently. Um, you know, I know that maybe, okay, they broke the law. Compared to what you know our laws are, they broke the law. Mm-hmm. But we have a sense of dis- decency and a commitment to morality to do better than what we're doing. I agree. I agree. I agree. I um. Um, when you hear about, uh, uh, well, I'll just ask you this, and I know, okay. like, I'm not looking for any big answers because I don't think any of us can get to it on our own. I think it happens uh-huh. through moments like this while we kind of share our hearts, you know, about it. Um, uh-huh. But, like, uh, do you have any thoughts, you know, of how you would like to see or, or, or you know, any views on, on what you think could be done? to do it differently. And I'm not even talking about from a legal perspective, but, uh-huh. you know, with the children, uh, should a whole other department be developed to process through uh, to get the families together to hold for holding or, or things like that? Uh, have you had any thoughts concerning that? I, I have had some thoughts. Um, and I want to say that personally, and I, and, I, and I don't want to be too emotional here, I don't think that we as a government have, have done enough to make sure that these families are back together in a sense of timing. Three weeks have gone by. That's too long. Let's get these children back with their parents. And my thought is, is maybe to go back and say, okay, at this point, we want to release these families together to be with other other families that they may have here in the United States and do what we did during the last administration, and that is to put a monitor on them so that they can monitor their whereabouts, but also keep them together as they go through the process to see if they are able to um, be a part of this country, if they will be sent back to their country, or they can seek um, asylum in this country if they're fearing for their life. But there has to be a better process. But I think it starts with losing the separate the families at the border and to get everybody back together into, as they say, and I don't know if I like this term, it sounds too animalistic, but it was called catch and release, and that is um, attain their information, have them, have them there, release them to a family they have here, but monitor them with an ankle bracelet or whatever is necessary. That's my solution. And then handle each case with decency. Everybody's different. I think that um, I think it's important that we talk about it and that we are able to, um, you know, figure out a way to where they're not not further damage is done, you know, where uh, where the families where the children are not scarred. Um, I I don't know about you, but I I have gone to um, uh, Matamoras, and also there is also another. uh, Progresso, uh, uh, Mexico, uh, where we just cross over the border, and I don't know if you listened to the show at all last week, but um, uh-huh. but I, I was I remember sharing with a very dear friend of mine. I said, you know what? If I lived on this side of the border and I'm looking right across, 
at my freedom, uh, because on that side, right close to the border, it is a, a very sad situation. And um, I told them, I said, they would be returning, talking about catch and release, they would be returning me every day. I would swim, yep. run, climb, <laughs> however it needed to happen. And I said it jokingly, but I was serious. Uh, I, I, you know, to look and see something that's just only a matter of feet away, you know, I, I would have to, I would have to give it my best shot every, every single solitary day. Hey, hey, look. Yeah, so that is so powerful. That is so powerful to say you see the promised land or you see the hope mm-hmm. just across the border, just across the fence. You're right. Me too. My courage would say, let's go at least try. And yeah. if you send me back, I'm coming back again. I like that, Pastor. Well, not only my courage, but my empty stomach, my lack of income. Yeah. Dealing with yeah. the government there. Um, you know, we, 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 we have some very strong opinions about our government, but I promise you, in other countries, man, it is really scary. We're still, you know, even though it seems like that we're kind of going backwards, we're still way ahead of the game. And so even to be there under that government would make me want to be out. I remember my son was over there just uh, a couple of months ago, just on vacation. And, uh, and so um, there we were getting information about um, people being gunned down on the beach, just trying, you know, pulling up on, on jet skis and, and shooting people, you know, uh, whoever. And it's, it's a lot different there. Um, you know, complete clubs being bombed just to uh, shot up, not bombed, but shot up just to reach one, one person. And even while he was there, the day that he left, there was a group of about five that were found dead in a car outside of a club because they're after one person. It's kind of like a oops moment. That's not who I was looking for, but we're going to shoot up everybody to make sure that we get at least that one person. So, I mean, it's really different over there. So when I look at it like that, I remember my husband and I making a mistake and going down a wrong path, just not thinking and having to quickly, quickly regain our footing as far as getting back into the open because I mean, immediately there were people that uh, that meant us no good that got right behind us uh, to overtake us. And uh, but you know, just I thank God for who I was with during that time, and uh, and we made it back to safety. And so, um, but I also know of some great evangelistic works that have taken place there, and and teams that have been sent over to minister. And one of our favorite places to go is is to Mexico. The miracles are amazing uh, that happen there. I mean, like the things that you see, you know, and it's supernatural, really take place there. So I hear you uh, when you say that we just need to come up with a better way. We don't know what that is, but I believe that if we put our shoulders together, our heads together, that we can come up with a plan that can be presented to our government. And even, even if we don't, we who are God-fearing people that we can cry out to the only one that can really make the real change. And he can change the hearts of people that have grown heart and shift things around. I, I, I want to give you an opportunity to say uh, uh, whatever else is on your heart before we go to break. We have about four minutes. And before we go, I want to thank you for coming on with me and, uh, and sharing your heart. Go ahead, uh, Princess. 
I like what you said, and that is, is I, I, I'm praying for hearts to be convicted. I'm praying for a new mindset with our government, for mm-hmm. our, our senators and our congressmen. I'm praying for a new mindset um, of those who are surrounding um, the president and that maybe can get in his ear and change some of this. This is not... Um, this is not what we are made of, and and we can't see any of these people as any different from us. We're all looking for um, the next level, a better opportunity, and we none of us want to suffer, and I don't want to see anybody else suffer. Um, I appreciate all that you're doing, and by bringing this up and talking about this, Regina, and this is a tough subject, but I want to say this, and I want to leave you with this. This is not a Republican or a Democratic problem. This is a human this is this is about human beings. This is about people that look like us, talk like us, and and and, and get hungry like us. You know, it doesn't. It, I don't care about the language or the culture. They look like us and they they they, they act like us. We need to do better. I don't want to be a Republican or Democrat in this. I want us to all be humans and take care of each other like we're supposed to. When when one suffers, we all have to suffer until we can get everybody right. And I want to leave you with that. Regina, thank you for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Before you go, I'm glad that you said that. Um, I think it's time that we start looking at each other beyond our position, beyond our party position, and start looking at each other as brothers and sisters, which is really who we really are. So thank you again. I love you. Have a great one. I'll be talking too. to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, look, guys, I'm getting ready to go on break in about a minute. And uh, so if you are listening, go and get your friends, and we're just going to all plug in. We're going to talk about this thing, the borders here in the United States. You listen to Refresh. I'm Regina Johnson, your host. Never Had It So Good 101.1 is proud to have talk radio on their platform. Like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio, James Deshaies, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, Daquan King, Revive Radio, Warren Sally with Man Cave Radio, Sky Wonders with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters, Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally, Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington, The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams, Dig Radio, with Pastor Annetta Watson, Crazy Sports Mom, with Doretha Anderson, Been There, Done That, with Cindy Smith, Pave Your Way to Success, with Rudy and Michelle Govan, Spiritually Reincarnated, with Gilbert Sines, In Times Like These, with Benita Coney, Sports Talk Atlanta, with Matt D. and Travis McGee, Sports Talk Carolina, with Andre White and Nick Emerson, Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson, Power 803 with Reverend John Robinson, Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson, Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson, and It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here. I never had it so good, 101.1, the world's radio station.
spreading the word of the Lord through music ministry on Gospel 107. We're live on NHISG 101.1 every Sunday. Gospel music from legends Lee Williams, Rance Allen, and Shirley Caesar. Join us for Sunday service delivered by Pastor Regina Johnson, Pastor Russell Moore, and Pastor Johnny Ray Noble. Bible study with Pastor Aaron B. Williams and Christian Talk Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson, Pastor Annie Sally, Pastor Warren Sally, and Benita Coney. Gospel 107, every Sunday on Never Had It So Good, 101.1. Good evening. I want to welcome you back to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. If you were just tuning in, we're discussing border issues, uh, our borders and immigration uh, issues here in the United States. Uh, I hope you were able to listen to the first segment of the show where we had Princess Cooper was discussing her feelings about a, just a better way. It's not so much that uh, she is in opposition, and even if she were, it's her opinion. That's what today is about. We're not challenging people's views today. I just think we need to create an avenue where we can really talk and get a general consensus of the true heart of people. She was sharing, you know, yes, they broke the law, but is there a better way for us to do this to where families are not ripped apart? Let me ask you a question. Do you think maybe now could it be a ploy? That's not my feelings or views, but that's something that was put to me. Is it a ploy now that the children are being sent with the parents? The children were coming first. Now the children with the parents. That's something that was placed, uh, that was that was asked me. I'm asking you, how do you feel about that? Uh, we have now our second guest who will be sharing her heart about just how she feels. Um, we have Tiffany Reyna. Uh, I want to welcome you to the show, Tiffany. Hi. Hi, uh, I'm glad that you're here today. Uh, you're kind of here on short notice, and I'm just going to let everybody know that this is not an easy subject to talk about. So even people that I invited, they're like kind of bailing on me because no one wants to be viewed in a wrong light. But I think it's important that we talk. And so you're a brave soldier today, and uh, I know that you have a very strong uh, opinion about this. And uh, I want to give you that platform because I'm sure there are many others out there that feel the same way you do, uh, even though I don't even know what that is as of yet. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that I want to say, and I did not say it, and it's kind of funny that I'm saying it right now with you, Tiffany, uh, but uh, the views and the opinions of people are not necessarily the views and opinions of the station. I want to make that clear. And uh, But we do believe in giving everyone the opportunity to be able to share their voice, because truly we are in the land of the free. Tiffany, go ahead. Um, well, I want to start off by saying, you know, all of this that's happening is not anything brand new. And so this is not something that's just recently been happening. This has been going on for a really long time. Um, but I do want to point out that any time people come from another country, especially illegally, there is risk involved from the get. So okay, whether it's 
hold on one second before you go. I, I want to clarify this if they didn't get it. Uh, you are of Hispanic descent? I am. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Um, and so coming across, I mean, there's um, people who have been known to um, – pay what they call coyotes to bring them across where they've been burned, they take their money, they never make it, and they might not make it for a variety of reasons, whether it's human trafficking or, um, you know, basically just sold into, you know, slavery, um, or they were sick or killed in, you know, traveling, um, they might have been caught during the trip or even after the trip, so there's no ever, there's not ever any guarantee of them making it to the other side, quote-unquote, right? So there's right. always risk that's involved, and people know that going into it. It is dangerous, and they know it coming into it, and so I feel like just because you make it to the other side, it doesn't entitle you necessarily to be here. Um, it might be a huge relief and you might feel safe. You might feel free. Um, but then once you're here, what happens? And I mean, to me, I'm, I've always been one to welcome different people, different cultures. And when it comes to, you know, everybody wanting to come to the United States, I say, yeah, do it. Um, but you just do it the right way. Um, and once you're here, like show how you're show how you're an asset. And that's not necessarily what happens all the time. Um, and I feel like too, um, it's a. I, let me go back to what I was saying because it is a risk when you're coming here. And the goal is not to separate children from the family once they are. Um, captured and they're being detained until whatever is figured out what is going to happen to them. Um, but I do know that when they are separated, it's for a reason, and it's usually for the safety of the child. Um, like there's um, something like any type of abuse or if the person that's brought them over is not an actual parent that's bringing them over um, or it might be a trafficker it might be um, their father or mother that happens to be abusive like those are the times where the child the children are separated from their family so it's not like you know I think sometimes the media paints this picture of you know oh we're just animals we're so cruel and we're ripping these families apart and that's not all that, that's that's actually not the case and so um, I just kind of felt like I needed to say that part too, but okay. um, <clears throat> but I I don't know I I I want there to be a better way. Like it hurts my heart to see people um, having to be separated, um, but at the same time, I don't think it's fair. For I mean, there's a process to come to this country. Even if you're in um, a situation where the place that you're coming from is, you know, really terrible living situation, right? There's no food. There's no income. There's no, you know, um, I mean, I can use Cuba as an example um, or Venezuela as an example. I, I understand why those people want to come here. I get it for sure. Um, but... I also understand that there are people that are waiting their turn to come here and they're doing it the right way. And I think it's only fair that um, 
we allow them to have their process and allow them to come across because it's not fair. It's not fair to those that are trying to do things the right way. And then here we have other people coming through and across, um, you know, kind of cutting in line, so to speak. I know that sounds really small, but, you know, that's, that's my, you well, what know. About, what about the ones, um, and like I said, I'm, I'm not challenging. I'm not challenging you. I'm just getting your opinion on it. What about the ones that say, I'm trying to do it right, but it's taken me 20 years? Like, I'm still getting nowhere with this. What, 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 how do you feel about those? Because that was one of the questions that was put to me, was like, you know, we're trying to do it right, but I have relatives that have not, you know, they, they're still trying to get here 20 years later. You know, I, I don't understand it, honestly. Um, I think it's just fear. I, it's out of fear that they're not, you know, doing it right. Um, I know of someone who was here and they were here legally, but, um, you know, the, um, employment authorization card that they had was, um, expired and, um, they let it lapse and they were afraid to go and find out what they needed to do to get it renewed because in their minds they were convinced that they would be deported well it wasn't the case um and they eventually got it corrected and now their status is legal and everything's on the up and up but i'm not even kidding you when i say almost 15 years passed before he actually got the paperwork corrected and it just blows my mind like he was living in fear of driving to work, not being able to work for an actual company. He was, you know, it just blew my mind. Like, how can you live your life like that every day? Being afraid to get pulled over, being afraid of, you know, just living in fear. And, and for what? All he had to do was make a few phone calls and, and get it corrected. So I don't, I don't understand that exactly. Like, there's a process, you've been here. Um, I know that in the past, like there's been, um, gosh, I wanna say it was President Obama even granted people opportunity after opportunity. Um, okay, you've been here, we're gonna allow you to stay here and that's their opportunity to get it right and get everything situated, but they don't. I just, I, I don't think, agree with it I think, and I don't, I I don't understand. That, I think that there has been some, some something that has been spread to make people think that those types of things is some sort of setup. To, like a setup yeah. yeah, like you come in and we're going to give you citizenship and then they load everybody up in a truck and drive you back away. I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. I really feel like something like that. Just, and I'm saying that just because of things that I've heard, like what you're saying right now, like, I don't understand what that is. You get days of amnesty and, and there are people that take advantage of it and people that don't. I would love to talk to someone who uh, could really clear that up for us that might have had a relative of someone that might have might tried and, and something happened or they tried and someone uh, was taken away. I can't see you being arrested or removed unless they were here, not just illegally, but if they had committed a crime maybe here or something that they were wanted for even back in their own country. Otherwise, yeah. there would be no no reason. Agents right. that I've heard say they've seen people that have 
uh, been deported and they come back through and have seen them like, you know, multiple times, at least on the border. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, I mean, but, but th- that's an example. I mean, there was a case, I want to say it was out of New Jersey, where a guy had come to the United States illegally multiple times. He had a criminal record. He'd been booted out. He came back. And when he came back one of the times, um, whether it was intentional or accidental, he ended up shooting um, a young girl and she died. And yeah. it's it's situations like that where, you know, he was <laughs> He was he was kicked out of the U.S. He was sent back to whatever country he he originated from, um, but he kept finding his way back in the U.S. and and as a result, you know, some unfortunately someone someone's child died because of it because of his you know I guess he had a weapon or you know something like that. But you know he'd been here he had been convicted criminally of I don't even know what, but. Uh, I mean, it's stuff like that that's very frustrating to hear. Right, right, right. Is there anything else that you would like to share before we get ready to go on break? Because we have, how much much time do you have for a break? We have one minute. Wow, no, you have no time to share anything else. But you're welcome to come back after the break. We're going to listen to one of our very own um, uh, special agents. Unfortunately, we're not able to share his name. But he, too, will be sharing today uh, based on his experience. You listen to Refresh. I'm Regina Johnson, your host. We'll be back in a minute. Thank you, Ted. Thanks. Oh 
Welcome you back to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. Today we are uh, really having a great show. I am intrigued by the guests that have been a part of our show today. We started out with Princess Cooper, um, the CEO of uh, NHISG, um, as well as an incredible producer also of the show. And also, uh, she also has a group called Women on the Move. Uh, sharing their hearts about our border issue and immigration, our immigration laws, how we are uh, handling uh, the crossing of the border with families. We also had um, a dear friend of mine, uh, but also um, a woman that is truly on the move, uh, Tiffany Reyna, um, very uh, opinionated, really strong, uh, heart for people, love all people, um, close, tapped into the Hispanic culture. She is Hispanic and the community uh, and her views on, on it. Um, uh, if you have missed it, I want to suggest that you go back and get it. You can download it, go back to the link, and uh, you will be so blessed by today's show. Um, we have a special agent that's here uh, with us, we can't use their names when they come and are part. Uh, but I want to give him also the opportunity to be able to share his heart, uh, and I'll ask a couple of questions along the way. And um, uh, so I, I want to welcome you. And 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 this is one of the reasons why we can't use their names when they come onto our show uh, is because they are harassed. They're doing their job, but they're still harassing, and their families are put in danger, um, you know, when they are identified, which is unfortunate, because they are doing a job very much like the jobs that are, uh, that we do, you know, daily, uh, and so, um, but he was uh, willing to come on and uh, share, share his heart on today, so we want to welcome you. Uh, for being on the show with us today, um, uh, Special Agent. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so you've heard uh, the others share. Um, and so today, again, and I mentioned that uh, Tiffany Rayner was sharing, uh, the views and the opinions of our guests, not necessarily the views and opinions of the station. I want you to know, though, that we believe in giving people the opportunity to be able to share their hearts and their minds because we are here in the United States. Uh, so land of the free. So go ahead. Well, first of all, the, the um, catch and release was mentioned earlier. Catch and release has been going on 
since the Bush administration at, at different times. And catch and release does not work in any form, shape, fashion, way it's been tried, it does not work. What it does is creates a, a backlog in the courts and people uh, normally don't show up to their court dates. You will give them a court date and a time show up and most times they will not they will not show up. And and I heard ankle bracelets mentioned. So 11 million ankle bracelets is what we would need right now today to be monitored. So what we need to decide as a nation is, is if we're going to be a nation of laws or we're going to open the border. I, I either way will abide by the law or the, what the people vote. So vote your hearts when time comes. If you want open borders, vote the, for the party who is for open borders. If you want border enforcement, vote the other way. We are being fed all kinds of falsehoods in the media about this. You know, they, they will talk about this administration's policy. And as the host of the show, Pastor Gina, can tell you, I am not a Trump fan. I am not a Trump supporter. But during I've worked under, this is my fourth administration to work under. And this is the first time something's actually being tried to to uh, to actually stop the problem, actually put a halt to the problem. That everything else was rehashes of things that didn't work. Catch and release didn't work. It's never going to work. What happens with, with when, when the, the media starts giving you falsehoods about this, uh, the, the children are being snatched at the border? Yes, it's true that the families are being separated in cases. Most cases are not parents, though. Most cases are other family members. Uh, when I worked on the border, we would always get people who would claim they had aunts and uncles in the group with them. So we wouldn't hold them because we'd have to hold the juveniles. We couldn't send them straight back to Mexico. So they would claim that they had an aunt or uncle with them. And what we would end up doing is, uh, is we would separate them back this. And this was back in the 90s. This was back under the Clinton era. And, and so this has been going on. And, 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 and then to, to illustrate the picture, the media is showing you pictures from 2014, which would be under the last administration of the people in cages. People are held in holding facilities because there's too many, there's too many people to have cells. When, when I worked on the border, we had normal like holding cells. But we got, when you get 1,000 people a night, you don't have enough room for them. So what you end up doing is do it. We had people put in trucks. We had people uh, that, that, that were outside the, in the walkway. We had all kinds of different ways to hold the overflow of people. So they built these holding facilities with these, with these uh, chain link uh, cells in them. And that's what you were seeing. So those pictures you were seeing were not even from this administration. The reason that that this, they're separated is because the Ninth District Court said 
that you couldn't hold a juvenile for over 22 hours. If you put somebody into proceedings to remove them, it takes more than 22 hours. So they, by law, have to separate the children. And anyone who says otherwise, look it up. Look it up online. I think what they're saying is, is that, um, but but there needs to be like a better way, okay, where the children are not so traumatized. You know, like adults make the decision to come. Right. The child doesn't have a choice, and so it comes over. And what happens to them? They're just saying that yes, your parents are breaking the law, but is there a better? Can we do it? Differently, so the children the only, are not so traumatized. The only way to do it differently would be to turn those families around right then, right there, put them on a plane back to where they came from. But we can't do that because they're claiming asylum. So you have to give them their asylum here. And see, asylum is another big thing that has been blown completely away from where it was originally intended. Asylum was intended for pe- people fleeing government. Like when in the in the seventies and eighties when people were fleeing from Cuba, they're still fleeing. Fleeing from Russia. Well, see, it's different now because they don't automatically get asylum like they did. Really? Yes. And 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 uh, and people free, fleeing from Russia when you would see Olympic uh, athletes from uh, uh, communist bloc nations uh, defect. That's what that was for. But then they turned it into well, if you don't like the way things are going in your country, you can say that it's hard over here and use political asylum. See, that was never a credible fear. And now now it is being used as such. And and I can tell you it, it started that started way back even before the last administration because they were doing that. And 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 the people in those countries have a script, especially I'll use one example from El Salvador. They would have a script. And How every, do you know that they had a script? Because when I would talk to, I'd talk to a hundred El Salvadors, and it all gave me the exact same reason they were afraid. Down to my cousin was kidnapped by somebody, and now we're afraid if I go back, they were threatening to kill me if I come back. So it was it was scripted. You know, that, you said that. Um, is have you seen any evidence of where? Uh, you had people, we'll say, because uh, here in Texas, we're right, you know, the Mexican mm-hmm. border, that people were taught how to cross the border. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, I'm not saying hearsay. No, no, no. I, I, I've, I've seen pamphlets put out by different governmental sources and different lawyers in the United States on how to cross, what to do when you cross, what here to claim. In the United yes. States or in Absolutely. Or no, in the United States and in Mexico and governmental pamphlets from different countries saying, do this, do this, say this, say this. Don't talk to anybody. Don't, don't, don't answer any questions. And, and, and yes, I, I, I've seen, I've seen numerous. See, this is not new. And back during the last administration, they were sending the children on trains by themselves. You saw it on the news that they were sending them on trains because they were letting the kids stay. The kids would get in touch with the relatives, and then and then the last administration uh, was reluctant to to remove the children. So what they would do is they'd end up getting a foothold in the United States, in the hopes of bringing their parents across. 
that started to change and and then uh and then we got this administration now now the new the new thing is the children are coming with parents on the border you almost never back in the 90s and even the early 2000s you almost never saw the parents together with their kids and now you would see some like teenagers that would come across with their parents and some that were uh, uh that would come by themselves, but you almost never saw little kids. I mean, you, you would every once in a while at, at places where you didn't have to cross the desert. Like if you were in McAllen where there's civilization right across the river, you would see that sometimes. You know, I said something, and I'm just kind of shifting gears, and I'm not, I hope you don't feel like I'm challenging you. I've not challenged anyone else's questions or statements. And so I just, I just kind of want to really throw it out because, the way you're leaning is like that you actually, you know, work the borders. Mm-hmm. And so when we hear about people crossing and whether your opinions are or of people should be able to cross um, legally or not. And I know that yours, your stance would be, of course, not to come over illegally because that's part of your right. job. But could you just give us like some view? Is it are the stories real about hearing the dangers of the agents for the agents as well as for the people that have paid to be brought over illegally. Well, I've been, I've been a party to and been around uh, that we we've been in. I, I have been in, in gun battles. I have been shot at. I've had rocks thrown at me. I've had the good, you know, the, what, what, you know, just a regular group, not drug people, anything, try to uh, beat me down with rocks. I've been jumped. I've been attacked. Uh, it, it's, it's, it, it happens on the border. Now, some places on the border are safer than others. Like when I worked in Texas, that didn't happen as much. California was a much rougher place at the time. I think that's shifted now. I think it's different. I haven't been on the border in California in 20 years, so I can't really tell you what it's like out there now. I know it's a lot rougher in Texas mm-hmm. now. But um, what about for like the for the aliens? For the aliens, it's, it, it can be it's a nightmare. Death, it can be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, it, they're, they're at the complete mercy of people who care nothing about them. People who will leave them at the drop of a hat. Let's talk about that. Okay, I've I've spent days on end, you know, in the desert trying to find people uh, coming across dead bodies. Uh, they got left. To, how did you even know to even try to? Find well, them? what would happen is you would catch a group. And then somebody in the group would say, yeah, we left a guy two days ago. Wow. So you go back. I've watched family members run away from other family members on the border. I've, li- I've watched husbands run away from their wives on the border and leave them there to get uh, apprehended. I've watched- now why did they want them to get apprehended? Because they well, they, they, they that know they that they're going to be safe and go back. But see, the thing is, the dangers start on the other side of the border. The, or the, I mean, the smuggling, the groups that do the smuggling usually are organized crime groups. Wow. And they're ruthless. And and there was a there was an initiative that came out in in around 2000 something, early 2000s, where we were interviewing each member of the group, and and uh, almost every female member of a group of aliens My that was not a company had been raped at least once on their way up. Wow. You know what? I wish I had more time to talk to you and have you share. And I'd love for you to come back and, and, and be a part of our panel. As a matter of fact, I'm hoping there's a gentleman 
that I got some information on who, um, uh, if I can interview him next week, I would love to have you um, uh, sharing, you know, talking uh, during that time because, uh, and his family's from Mexico. I would love that. Hey, look, I'm, I hate him. I have to cut you off. Is there something else? One, one more thing okay, is, is you say as, 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 as an American people, we need to decide what we're going to be. If we're going to be a nation of laws, because if we do that, we decide to enforce the law. We don't need any new immigration laws. Enforce the laws that are on the book and then come up with a solution on how to help people get in faster. We can do that, and I'm all for that because you could. You, it's been done before. Right. And we could do that. But what it is, we dig our heels in, and it's this or that. Without secure borders, you don't have a nation. Don't kid yourself. And, 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 and look online and look at some of the other places and, and in the world that's getting overrun by immigration. Hey, look, I, I thank you so much. I thank Princess Cooper, my girl. I thank Tiffany Reyna. Thank you so much. I thank you guys for listening. I love you. Um, this is Regina Johnson. You have been listening to Refresh Discussing Our Borders Here in the United States and Immigration. Boy, we'll be back on next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. I'm looking forward to talking a little bit more on Refresh. <laughs>